This time on IFAF. I know, falls and flocking. Very flocking funny. <laughs> I can't have any, any of my friends know that I'd listen to this filth. He yeah. did cocaine off of Sammy Davis Jr.'s glass eyeball. Oh, I'm going to get in so much trouble for that one. IFAF, Idaho Falls infotainment talk show with Mike Nelson and Carly Morgan. Oh, yeah, we sponsored a little wreath with the Idaho Falls Downtown Development Corporation. And it looks so cute. I love how 70s the font is. Yeah. Yeah. The typeface definitely looks like Bon Marche in the 70s. Right, right. And I guess if you think about it, once again, we've talked about fashion and design Mm -hmm. and style, music even, being on a 25-year cycle. Right. Yeah, we're two 25-year cycles (laughs) from 1973. Totally. Absolutely. (laughs) And that's what it looks like. Yeah. Coming up on this episode, we'll have a unique way for you to give to charity this holiday season, courtesy of two brothers in Ammon. We'll talk about all the flocking that happened last week. Oh, yeah. in and out (laughs) finally comes to Idaho. About time, by the way. And we'll have a super cool map for you and your family to drive around and look at all the cool Christmas lights. Just in time for all your friends and family to visit from out of town. Uh Uh-huh. So this week, we tried something. We've started marketing the show. Finally, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. We've gotten a few new followers. Mm -hmm. What do we call our uh, followers? Do we call them like... Oh, I guess I haven't thought that far. They don't... Like, it doesn't feel like anyone's fanatic enough about it. Right. You know? There can't be an IFAF nation. Yeah. Just yet. Not yet. Not yet. I-F-A-F-M-F-ers? I like that. <laughs> I-F-A fanatics? I-F-A fanatics? We could, we could figure that out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are two other I-F-A-Fs in the world that we know about. The Idaho Falls Advertising Federation. Yes. Who I think we're pretty toit with. Yeah, I'd say so. And then the International Federation of American Football. <laughs> yeah. So it's for fans of American football that don't live stateside. Yeah. And I want to be bigger than both of them. <laughs> That so would we'll be see. the ideal. But I don't know how we're going to beat the most popular sport in the world, but we're going to try, dang it. Well, but that's the thing is most of the people who like football outside of America really likes what we call soccer. Well, yeah. So there's not a lot of, there aren't a lot of, believe it or not, fans of the International Federation of American Football. Oh, wait, am I confused? So when you said football, I assumed... You meant soccer, but you mean actual football. American football. Okay. Throwing well, the pigskin. I'm around. a silly, silly goose no, yeah, then. <laughs> it, yeah. It's yeah. neither here nor there, but I think we can Guess do what? bigger. Guess what? I know so much about sports. I'm like <laughs> the biggest sports fan. Can you tell? We're the ones <laughs> that didn't know a couple episodes ago that a hat trick was um, when a single player scores three goals in a single game. In a single hockey game. Yeah, single hockey game. When I was a kid, every single time we would play some sport using a ball, I would Always, without fail, get hit in the face. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I have friends who'd vouch for me. Hopefully, one of those games was dodgeball. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because that's, that's kind of fun to get hit in yeah. dodgeball. Yeah. It smarts, but only for a second. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But I, I wonder about, this is sort of the moment of truth for us. Mm-hmm. Because if I know anything about marketing, and I might know a little, nothing kills a bad product faster than telling people about it. I guess that's kind of true. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's sort of okay. We're gonna get crude right off the bat, I guess. Do you? <laughs> well, remember, it is sort of what we do. <laughs> do you remember that meme? It was a screenshot of a tweet, maybe, and the guy was like, "The next time you have a silent but deadly coming on <laughs> in a in a room full of people, uh-huh. first say, do I smell popcorn?'" 
so that everybody takes a big whiff. That's terrible. But that's, but that's a very crude way of making my point, which is <laughs> nothing kills a bad product faster than marketing it. You know, that's <laughs> true. people about it. That's true, because then you're yeah. going to get people reviewing it. Yeah. Which also, if you want to review our show, please feel free to do that. We would ideally love five stars. Bad or good, one star, five stars, don't care, as long as you're talking about us. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? If we are a bad product, we really should know. We need some guerrilla marketing. We need some... Um, and, and let's just put it on the back burner. But I, the only thing I've been able to think of is maybe uh, doing a little sign spinning. You want to hire a guy to do that? Uh, yeah, on the corner of 17th and uh, – because I don't want to do it. No. On the corner of 17th and Hit, especially these last few days before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sorry, Hit Road, shit show. No, I know. It, it is just <laughs> – like, okay, do you know that one turnout? So you're heading south, mm -hmm. meaning towards Sunnyside, from 17th. Mm -hmm. There's a little left turnout if you, say, miss the turn to McDonald's because of all these concrete barriers right. now. Right. Oh, I hate it so much. They put another one just right in front of Texas Roadhouse. So you have to do a U-turn. If you're heading south on hit, you have to do a U-turn to get to – Texas Roadhouse. No, you can't even turn in Texas Roadhouse. Fuji Five Guys. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. It's really frustrating. I hate backtracking when I drive. Yeah. Like it's something that just really bothers me. It feels like such a waste of gas, and it's it, it feels like poor planning. <laughs> just it's crazy. Even just heading over here today, and it's relatively mild traffic. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it was pretty early for a Saturday that I headed over here, and even with that. There were so many cars. There were so many people. I ended up getting stuck at that one really terrible intersection for two cycles because it was so backed up. Yeah, right. Because the cars in front of you can't make mm -hmm. it through the intersection. Right. So now I wait for at least there to be a space enough for my car before I go through the green light. Mm -hmm. It's like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. And none of us did. I get it. For a lot sure. of us, it's our hometown that we've been we've been living in since the '80s. Oh yeah, and that's just what happens. I've been here since the early 1900s. I'm actually a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I liked you. I knew there was a reason. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, I've been here. I've been around long enough. I get all your jokes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Very flocking funny. <laughs> Do we want to talk about flocking first off? Oh, my goodness. Yes, please. Last uh, Thursday and Friday, we had freezing fog. Now, yes. a lot of people see freezing fog and they think, oh, scary weather. And It kind of reminds me of Jack the, R Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Every time I see it, yeah. you know, I get like worst pies in London stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but I always think, ooh, pretty photos. Right. And boy, it's was beautiful. I right. Yeah. I mean, we just, and we even contributed. I, um, on Friday, took some mm -hmm. video of the falls here it is and it almost looks like a black and white photo doesn't it yeah it really does i took some other photos too um here's the temple Boy, you think the temple is white <laughs> right and then until you see mother it next nature to... says hold my beer yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and that being said personally i don't like pure white i do prefer ivory mm -hmm. i think the color of the temple is better especially okay it kind of depends, but mainly on clothes, I prefer ivory because then when you smile, your teeth don't look so yellow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. Like when you were, when I wore white Joker makeup mm -hmm. for, for Halloween, right. my teeth looked yellow. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> and you, I mean, you 
pretty uh, routinely bleach your teeth. I try to whiten regularly, yes. Right, yeah, same. And use a nice, nice toothpaste that does it. Yeah, yeah, but there's only so much you can do. Yeah. And if you go too hard, then you look like Ross in that one episode <laughs> where he bleaches his teeth and they're like freaky yeah. white. <laughs> yeah. And I know that's why some people tan, too, right. is to make their teeth look whiter. That's mm-hmm. probably not the only reason. But I would yeah, think not. Mother Nature is a real mother flocker. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> we were coming up with so many flocking jokes, almost as many flocking jokes as what, because you got a tree this year. I did. <laughs> that is a lovely uh, gradient pink from, mm-hmm. from light to dark pink. Well, and the funny part is the gradient is made by the flocking. Oh, okay. They, so there's more yeah. flocking where it's less pink. Yes. Got it. Yeah. It's almost like they... Um, dumped the flocking on it you know (laughs) from Um, top to bottom yeah yeah which makes sense too because when it snows how does it snow from top to bottom that makes sense you know but yeah when i took that tree out and set it up because i'm an artificial tree girly all the way i don't do the real trees mainly because they're they can be toxic to pets and i am now too yeah it took me most of my life to get to this point, but I'm now an artificial tree guy. And I get it, but it's cheaper in the long run. I mean, I only have to buy this once and now I can use that tree for 10 years. Mm -hmm. It's faster. It's easier. I don't have to go to a store and buy it every time. Um, And I don't have to worry about my pets because they are idiots. I love them so much and they are stupid as hell. And they would absolutely drink the tree water and die because that can happen. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. So be careful of that and make sure that there are no dead puppies under your tree on Christmas because that would be so sad. So sad. This sounds like last episode when we were doing Rango Got Run Over by a Reindeer. (laughs) Right. But I've heard of that. I've heard of people around Christmas time getting a tree and then their dog drinks the water and they like wake up Christmas morning to their deceased dog under their tree. Wow. Isn't that so sad? Yeah. Yeah. Also, poinsettias are toxic to cats, mm-hmm. so keep that in mind. And uh, Easter lilies, too. And bong Mistletoe. water. <laughs> <laughs> Mistletoe, too? <laughs> Mistletoe, too. Wow. Really, Christmas is a very deadly time for cats and dogs, That's apparently. terrible. Yeah. But anyway, so I love an artificial tree <laughs> is the whole point of this. And you were making so many jokes too, like I paid how much flocking money for this flocking tree <laughs> to get all to get all over my flocking house. This tree can get flocked. <laughs> well, and right now I have guests staying over, so I'm sleeping on my flocking couch, and my <laughs> flocking hips hurt because I'm a flocking old lady. <laughs> I took a picture of this flocking tree line. And then I went back on uh, Saturday and took a picture of it without the flock. Uh-huh. So it's kind of cool to see flock on, flock off. <laughs> it, it really got flocked. It did. It got, it has the, here it has the freshly flocked look. Uh-huh. And then it's, it has zero flocks to give. <laughs> yeah, they're all flocked up. All right, we'll stop. <laughs> um, I'm all flocked up. <laughs> Till that should have been an Elvis Christmas song. There we go, yeah. Blue Christmas is good, but... Yeah. Oh, and a lot of people were commenting on the photos saying it was hoarfrost. And after giggling like a schoolboy for a minute, <laughs> H-O-A-R. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's sort of what I was. Okay. Yeah. But it's, it, it's just kind of funny that, <laughs> I mean, look, our show is our show and this is what we do. Right. Right. Sorry about that. <laughs> As opposed to whorehound candy, H-O-R-E. Oh, Okay. Okay. That's sort of like, isn't that like root beer kind of? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those names that sounds dirty, but isn't like right. Fuddruckers or right. Momofuku. Uh huh. Yeah. 
I think hoarfrost is when you put your leg lamp on the porch and then it gets frosty by the morning. <laughs> the <laughs> glow the, of electric sex. Yeah, yeah, the W H O R. Or it's what it would it's what happens to the windows around your lamp. Yes. That's hoarfrost. Yeah. That yeah. would be if your mom put frost on the window. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Can't let the episode go by without a your mom joke. I mean, yeah, how can you? <laughs> okay. One's mom. Not your mom. One's mom in the colloquial your mom jokes language. We uh, we talked last episode about alternate lyrics to Christmas songs. And I was working on one this week that really combines a lot of, I mean, it's got some Adam Sandler Hanukkah song and it's got <laughs> Holly Jolly Christmas in there again. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa, but only if you wanted to. You can smoke your marijuana if you drive to Wyoming or Montana. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Still workshopping that. Also, why do all of your little uh, n- dirty Christmas songs have to do with weed? I don't know. <laughs> you little deviant. It's an easy joke. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> At least it's not. You know, I was actually Adam listening. Adam Sandler did it first. <laughs> right, right. You know, I was actually listening to some Frank Sinatra this morning because I'm fancy. Oh, his <sighs> Jolly Christmas from Frank Sinatra mm-hmm. is the, the one of the best Christmas albums of all it time. It is the best. Yeah. Christmas album of all time. And I was listening to that song, I Get a, I Get a Kick Out of You. And he mentions cocaine in it. And it oh, was yeah. on my, so when I was eight years old and I got my very first CD that I begged for for my birthday, it was a Frank Sinatra, it was a Best of Frank Sinatra CD. And it had that song on it. And as a kid, I didn't really know what cocaine is. Like, you know, I guess I knew it was a drug, but I wasn't like, I didn't know anything. And now it's looking like back. It's like a strong aspirin. <laughs> right. And now looking back, I'm like, that's kind of messed up that he's talking about Coke in this song. I mean, remember, <laughs> cocaine was in Coca-Cola, the original recipe. Right. That's, that's not true. a myth. Yeah. I mean, so it, mm-hmm. we've been doing it for a couple hundred years. Yeah, that's true. Well, and you know, also the funny part is he's all like... I haven't been doing it. <laughs> no, no. Come we, on. people, mankind. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not admitting to a felony <laughs> on our on our show. That would be silly. But it's funny because in his song, he also alludes to having not done it. He said, I'm sure if I took even one sniff, it would bore me terrifically too. Uh, and so he's saying, I've never done it. But if I did, it'd be boring. Yeah. You know? But like, let's be honest Duh. here. Frank Sinatra <laughs> definitely did cocaine. Oh, yeah. At least once. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, he was like the big... It, he was in with the mob. Of course he was doing drugs. Yeah. He yeah. did cocaine off of Sammy Davis Jr.'s glass eyeball. Yeah, almost definitely, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what a crazy way to absorb, to absorb cocaine. With Dean Martin watching. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, all he'd have to do is roll his eyes and then he's high as a kite. <laughs> Speaking of coke, you know what? I, ch- I So I checked Brolem's uh, this week. Because do you remember cinnamon Coke that came out in 2020? I do. It was so good. And you would think, I thought it was going to taste like a Coca-Cola with hot tamale candies dipped in it, right? Uh-huh. Like the, the candy version of cinnamon. Right, right. But it didn't. It tasted like the cinnamon bark cinnamon. Oh. Like Coca-Cola that had been steeping mm-hmm. on the stove like wassail style oh, with I little cinnamon wassail. sticks in it. Oh, yum. It was really great, but I don't. it's not back this year. Well, and see, so... I'm not a huge fan of Coke or Pepsi. I'm just not into them. Uh, so I never tried it. But if I was guessing, I'd think it would taste like the cinnamon that you get on like cinnamon almonds. 
Oh yeah, you know? yeah, that can't, but still a sugary candy yeah. right, type cinnamon. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But man, I love going to the mall now and smelling the cinnamon almonds in the middle of it. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. That's Christmas to me. State Fair and cinnamon almonds in the Grand Teton Mall. Right, right. No matter how bad their marketing is. Kidding. <laughs> I won't get on that this episode. <laughs> You've razzed them so much. <laughs> too, too much. And if you missed last episode, yeah, Fashion Place Mall is using the exact same generic image of Santa <laughs> in their advertising too. So right. you're there's there's probably a whole chain of malls owned probably by one of the six companies that own the world. Or the Mormons. Anyway, or the, or the Mormons, maybe? <laughs> I mean, they I don't think so. I know they the, own City Creek. The Mormons own a lot of malls, I'm just saying. Yeah, who yeah, knows? They own, they own lots of stuff that you wouldn't expect. Right. So one th- cool thing that I did, speaking of the Mormons. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Mormon. Speaking of our good LDS friends, mm-hmm. that you remember the LDS, um, I think it was called the Giving Machine? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It, it was a few Christmases ago. It was a really, and I might even say viral video because it was so well done and mm-hmm. so heartfelt. Right. The Mormons have great marketing. <laughs> they do. Great. Mar- I mean, I remember um, from like when the 80s. When they keep 80s, it consistent. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, the, the 80s, they were running at TV ads just like, uh, hey, be a nice person. Brought to you mm-hmm. by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. The Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> and... um and then I know they had a guy say something like, okay, don't call yourselves Mormons. You have to say the mm-hmm. whole thing. So yeah, one I of try the others. to keep up with that. But um, but also that's a mouthful. We don't have time for that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got a show to get to. Yeah. Well, and also but, I feel like shortening it down to LDS reminds people more of the polygamists down in Utah. Like F- FLDS. Right. Warren I, Jefferson. I kind of think company. Mormons has a better connotation than... Uh, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints does. I think when marketing, mm-hmm. you have to think, all right, what are the people? That's why Federal Express changed their name mm-hmm. to FedEx. Right. What are the people calling us? Mm-hmm. How are they? That's why Coca-Cola is Coke. Yep. That's why the Mountain Merrick Center really should just embrace the Mac. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get in so much trouble for that one. The LDS Church. Um <laughs> They had this wonderful marketing campaign with the Christmas. It was a basically a charity vending machine. Uh-huh. So two brothers in Ammon have done kind of the same thing. It's by brothers Mark and Curtis Johnson of the Bearing the Light Foundation. It's called the Miracle Box. Here it is at Brolem's in Ammon. Mm-hmm. It's in between the self-checkout and the regular checkout lanes. You'll see hygiene kits in there, school shoes, pet vaccines, newborn welcome home baskets, baby formula, and diapers for a month. Oh. And they want you to know that 100% of the proceeds, 100% of what you donate, goes to the organization to do exactly what you bought, the Bearing the Light Foundation. I love that. That's really nice. And the foundation is covering all the credit card processing fees and operating costs. So, Oh, that's awesome. Really cool. Yeah, that is super cool. Oh, that really warms my heart. That's super nice. That being said, though... It would be kind of funny if one of the things that you could buy are the credit card costs and stuff so that they can yeah, do it more. Right. Because someone's got to donate to that, too. I will, Yeah, I'm here specifically to support <laughs> your charity that's doing these great things. Right, yeah. Because yeah. the cost of everything has gone up. Oh, I, I know. I saw this the other day in Home Alone, which was what, 1990? Yes, uh-huh. Kevin goes to the store and gets orange juice, Saran wrap, toilet paper, dryer sheets, frozen mac and cheese, milk, Tide, and a oh, TV dinner and, and Wonder Bread. Oh, and some toy soldiers. Right. He spent $19.83 on that. Oh, 
I feel like that's what just toilet paper costs now. Yeah. Yeah. Someone did the math. Today, that would be $63.89. So basically over triple Mm -hmm. in a span of 33 years. Wow. That's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's speak about giving for just a second. So um, weird thing, our internet is down right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Sparklight sucks this weekend, in my opinion. Right. Well, there's three. I mean, I'm switching to fiber. Finally, my neighborhood got set up for fiber, and I'm so excited because Sparkly has been kind of dragging me through the coals here. May I highly recommend QuickNet, QWK.net, run by a good friend of mine of decades, Quinn Whipple. Doesn't Mm -hmm. that sound like a dessert? That does. Quinn Whipple. He's got a brother named Graham. (laughs) Graham Whipple sounds even more like a dessert. (laughs) He does. That just sounds like a, like, if you mix uh, whipped cream and... um, graham crackers together yeah into like an ice cream it sounds delicious that sounds so good but quinn is just the best guy and his whole family too Mm -hmm. emily and and kids and um i've known quinn since the early days of the internet in idaho falls Mm -hmm. and back anybody remember srv net (laughs) some old person in your family probably still has an at srv.net email address Funny. I mean, yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> you think Hotmail? You think Yahoo Mail is old? Mm-hmm. It was before that. I know my granny has a Cable One email. Okay. Yeah. And I think every Sparklight, formerly Cable One subscriber, has one by default, but I don't know how many people use it. Yeah, I've never... So Quinn, of course, was right on the cutting edge of technology when Idaho Falls Fiber came to town, and mm-hmm. I think he's still the only local provider, mm-hmm. because... Not only do you have to pay the city of Idaho Falls X amount a month for your fiber coming into your home, the mm-hmm. actual physical fibers carrying the data, mm-hmm. but then you have to have an ISP, an internet service provider. Mm. I highly recommend qwk.net. Oh, I didn't know it was like two separate bills. Yeah. That seems dumb. But but it's mega faster right. than, let's just say, the other guys. Well, and I think it's relatively cheaper. And it's about the same price. Yeah. Or cheaper. Yeah. Because I'm I know, paying way too much for my internet right now. Yeah. Ammon got fiber first, but I think Idaho Falls got fiber better. At least that's what it looks like to me. I haven't done a complete cost-benefit analysis or anything. Um, but I know that even paying for the fiber connection and then also the service mm-hmm. is either the same as or less than what you're paying right now. Yeah. And it's going to be better mega faster. Yeah, which will be really nice. Yeah. Well, and also, my internet's fast enough. Like, maybe I don't do a lot on it. I'm kind of, here's the thing. I'm kind of secretly an old lady. You don't. (laughs) I don't do anything on the internet. I don't game. Yeah, you don't torrent movies. No. (laughs) Or play online gaming in ultra 4K HD. Yeah, literally all I do is I use my internet to stream movies and get on Facebook. And that's about it. And you know how, I mean, I demand high speed. It's like, to me, internet is a, high speed internet is a utility. It's like electricity Mm -hmm. or gas. Right. or even water, because mm-hmm. that's how I live my life. Oh, I agree. So I'm kind of going crazy right now. Uh-huh. Back to giving. <laughs> Is that where we started mm-hmm. before that sidebar? Back to, I would like to identify something that I feel should be called the paradox of giving. Have you noticed this? Where whether it's the church collection plate coming around, or the MDA fill the boot the firefighters mm-hmm. do at 17th and hit in the summer, mm-hmm. or would you like to round up? Your Taco Bell order. (laughs) Right, right. Or whatever. 
The paradox of giving is even if you don't have a lot to give, uh-huh. by giving, you feel like you do have enough. Right. And so you feel fuller when you give. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really make any sense. But then it does. Mm-hmm. I was talking to, speaking of internet being done, I was talking to my friend and yours, Abby. Oh, yeah. And she said, yeah, we're down too. I don't know what's up. I, and, and I don't know what the cause is. And I hope it's, I mean, if it's not done by Sunday night at midnight when we push this show, mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to, we're just going to be late, I guess. I guess. Figure it out. Get a or, mobile hotspot going or, or you something. know what? You, I will sign up for Fiber on Monday and you can come to my place. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. We'll just bring your whole setup. <laughs> So Abby's kid, Owen, who's, I think, almost 11, fifth grader, Mm -hmm. he is, I don't know how this happens. I don't know how you instill this into a child, but we talked about him for a little bit. He's already, he grows out his hair Mm -hmm. and then he donates it to Wigs for Kids. Oh, that's so rad. What a sweetheart. They looked into Locks of Love too. Yeah, Locks locks of Love isn't good. I actually, when I, so when I cut my hair, I also did that, but- well, and I, I wonder if this is defamatory, like if I can get in trouble, but it appears to me- Tell me about me, your experience as <laughs> yeah, you perceived it. It appears to me that they um, still charge the kids for the wigs at Locks of Love. That's what I heard. And I was like, okay, they're already paying for cancer treatment. I yeah. don't think they need to have to pay for a wig too. Right. And if I'm not getting paid, why are y'all getting paid? <laughs> yeah. You know? So yeah, he donated to Wigs for Kids. And I think also because he wanted it to be for kids because he's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But he's done, and he's growing his hair out again. Like, he's even gotten a little crap for it from schoolmates. Like, really? I don't know what they say that what your long haired hippie freak is what we used to say. But, um, <laughs> you dirty hippie. <laughs> but he's still doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, he started collecting, he just every, he's collected stickers and mm-hmm. went door to door selling them for 25 cents a piece. Mm-hmm. I think if a cute toehead, long haired kid, came to my door selling stickers, I'd just give him 20 bucks. I mean, you know, how could you say no to that? You've done stuff like that before. Yeah. I remember this kid came over and he was like uh, trying to raise money for football. And you were like, here, here you go. Have 20 bucks. But I, but I also said, you're not going to buy the, uh, you're not going to go to the candy store with that. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, no. So wait, what's he selling them for? Is he just earning a little money for himself or? No. So he collects money, mowing lawns, Mm -hmm. shoveling driveways. And every year does donations to, like, I think his favorite charity is the Ronald McDonald House. Oh, that's a good one. Or he'll pick a couple kids off the angel tree. Oh, that's so sweet of him. There's a Facebook dude, Clandestine Kringle, uh-huh. who helps out families this time of year. And it's a little late this year. Because uh-huh. remember, they have to get every, they have to get all the money or all the gifts. Right. They have to wrap them. This week, they're delivering them. It's <laughs> the, That ship has sailed this year. But watch yeah. your... You know, if you want to join, the, I think there's a clandestine Kringle group on Facebook, and I think they get active around Thanksgiving every year. Oh, nice. That's the time to get involved with that. But I, just thinking about Owen, I thought, what, certainly that reflects, that's a reflection of the parents, too. Oh, I think so. And that makes sense, because I love Abby. I think she's just a stand-up person. Yeah, but this kid's like in fifth grade, and he's been doing it for four years. Right, right. You know, since first grade. Oh, that's so sweet. One year he got up to $1,000 in donations. This year they've had kind of a hard time because 
dad who is just um, the all-American mountain man. He's so cool. (laughs) Yeah, but he like slipped and fell and almost went septic. And so they they had kind of a scary That's the thing. He he didn't just slip and fall. It was because he was in a motorcycle accident because he was popping a wheelie. (laughs) (laughs) And then- But he lost like half his spleen or something. Yeah, yeah. They're, They're okay now. Yeah, but I will say, if you're going to get injured, you better be doing something cool. (laughs) Let's get straight to the follow-ups and comments from last episode, shall we? Yeah, let's. Okay. Greg also has a copy of Condor Man. He claims it's an official DVD, Mm. but he can't show it to me. Mm. His girlfriend goes to another school. You wouldn't know her. (laughs) I'm kidding. He and his like entire extended family are in Disneyland right now. Oh, cool. So you get a pass, but I, I mean, want to see it. He probably does have it knowing him. He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Terry, the female Zoro Zora, mm-hmm. who I was in, who was, uh, she did sound and Foley during the yes. Snake River Radio Players play Twas, which will- And also, she looked awesome. That hairdo- yeah. Yeah, and, she and rocked it. it. It's it's sort of a shame she didn't, well, she did a few voices this year, but mm-hmm. she's- a really good voice, female voice artist as well. Yeah. But she said, hey, check out all the sequels to Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. And there are like three or four of them that really smack. Dr. Demento's (laughs) Christmas album has them, but they really smack of cash grabs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Shocking. (laughs) Like Taylor Swift's Christmas album. She did it after her first album. The record company said, okay, you've had some success. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the first thing they do to new artists is right. do a Christmas album. Uh-huh. Oh, Taylor I remember Swift's... Justin Bieber's Christmas album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mistletoe. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift's Christmas album sucks. Fight me. Oh, bummer. It's the worst thing she's ever done. Now, as she's an icon mm-hmm. and she's Time Magazine's person of the year. Yeah. She absolutely deserves all that. But hey, you notice know she didn't remake that, kids. There's right. no Taylor's version <laughs> Of her Christmas album, there should be. Well, should there be? (laughs) Or should she just completely remake it? As long as Jack Frost Antonoff produces it, yes, I think there should be. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Dane commented on YouTube, uh, he had a teacher who nicknamed him Yabbit. Oh, funny. Because he would raise, whenever she said something, he'd raise his hand and say, yeah, but. Oh, really? (laughs) Uh, But he said, his teacher, because we, we were talking about smartasses last episode. Right, right. His mm-hmm. teacher said, if you're going to be a smartass, first you have to be smart. And I thought, there's a uh, there's a great concept right there. That's mean. Well, no, she didn't mean it in a mean way. She meant it in a, um, in a I think, sort of a validating way. Like, I'll let you get okay. away with that, buddy, because you've got the intelligence to back it up. Okay, okay. So- that's to what me, I, it that's sounded how I like she was saying, you're too dumb to be a smart ass. <laughs> I suppose that yeah. could also work. Yeah. But she framed it in the positive. Okay. I all thought right. that was good. Yeah. Also, Kim with the follow through, check her out in this Teton t-shirt. <laughs> she got the Idaho potatoes one, the classic I Marilyn Monroe. I love that one. Potato I need to get me one of those. Design, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. And I should get it in a size big enough that I can wear it like a shirt dress to to sleep in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get like an XL. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, and by the way, I want to give some mad props. This shirt is not, not a Teton t-shirt. <laughs> it's not. It comes from Vintage Idaho Falls. They have an Instagram. Mhm. And just some really great pictures of old town Idaho Falls. Uh-huh. 
you may recognize this from the Evergreen Motel uh-huh. that's still there. The sign is still right. there. Right. Really faded and dilapidated. I almost think that adds to the charm personally. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I love that it says, sorry, no vacancy. Can you see that at the, <laughs> at the bottom? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, I, if I were to redesign this, and I might, uh-huh. I'd put, you know, vacancy. Right. We're all transplants. We all came from somewhere, or our parents did, grandparents, great-great-grandparents hundreds of years ago. Well, not all of us. There are Native Americans. Right. <laughs> Right. I, and I've been reading a lot lately about the Clovis people mm-hmm. and how um, if they came from Asia and migrated across the Bering Land Bridge, mm-hmm. that's, you know, how the United States and Russia are almost connected. Yes. Uh huh. And then came down, they could have started going east mm-hmm. into the United States right about the Columbia River. Oh. Which would put them, if they stopped at the. At a natural convergence, it would put them like in uh, some place in Idaho. Really? And some archaeologists figured that out and started doing some digging and sure enough found some Clovis points. It's like, I love prehistory. Right, right. It's just it's fascinating. It, yeah. It, uh, I guess there's some um, bog people in Florida. Look this one up. Mm, I've heard of them. Who were there like 8,000 years ago. So mm-hmm. I made a Christopher Columbus reference last episode. Mm-hmm. You sort of rolled your eyes. But yeah, we now know that um, before him, there were mm-hmm. the Vikings. There may have been the Templars. Yeah. Um, and then ancient, ancient people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and also Christopher, Christopher Columbus about. was just a douche. Well, yeah. yeah <laughs> he it's, sucked. It's too bad about all that other stuff. Yeah. All the genociding of Native Murder, peoples. Murder, slavery. Yeah. 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 It's too bad about all that. Yeah. So happy Indigenous Peoples Day next time that comes around. <laughs> right. Honey Baked Ham is open. And so good. It's kind of funny because I think the manager posted on a few local groups, hey, guys, we're not going to make our December 11th opening date. But then they were open like the next day. Right. Yeah. And, and we had some tasty ham and cheese. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And even their mustard is good. And I'm kind of picky about mustard. We got the champagne mustard. They have like oh, four different kinds. Right. And that champagne mustard is just <laughs> amazing. Honestly, my mouth is kind of salivating talking about it. So yeah. we need to change the subject. Well, we talk about, you know, big fat Thanksgiving or Christmas dinners with a mm-hmm. turkey or a ham. I'd much rather have one of them ham and cheeses. Oh, they're so good. You made some with some Asiago rolls the Uh other night. Yeah, that I got from Brolum's, and they were amazing. (laughs) They were so good together. You know, I actually just used that leftover honey-baked ham that we had to make uh, ham and cheese omelets this morning for me and my guests. Nice. I know. They were really good, too. I bet they would be. Yeah. Yeah. Rango got his fair share. (laughs) I'm sure he did. I don't know if they're still doing orders for Christmas. It may be too late. Give them a call. You won't be sorry with a honey-baked ham. No, they're so good. Also, I am ashamed. Last week, we were talking about the blown away ad with the guy in the chair, the cool guy. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You know, listening in one single chair to a huge speaker and his hair's all blown back and stuff. Is it actually for Sony? The company isn't Maxwell. The company is Maxell. Wait, I thought you said that. I said Maxwell. So I, thought, I said Maxwell and you said Maxell. I said Maxwell. Oh. Don't argue with me about me <laughs> trying to tell you how wrong I am. It's hard enough. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> Maxwell House 
is a coffee brand from the 80s. <laughs> it's Maxell that made the cassettes and the yeah. recordable CDs. Well, and also, Maxell is a stupid name and it should have been Maxwell. I think they first started out making batteries. So it was like maximum capacity oh. cell or something. Okay, kind of like FedEx. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. What are people calling us? Right. I I'm mean, with... I get it. Yeah. Okay. And the ad was parodied in Family Guy. I think oh, yeah. it was parodied by P. Diddy. <laughs> you remember the famous jackass stunt where they actually yes. did it? They stuck him behind a jet engine. <laughs> and I think he went flying. <laughs> that looks like so much fun, though, honestly. Uh, does it? I'm not sure. <laughs> that looks like it would be more fun than, you know, that beach in the Virgin Islands I want to go to? Right, yeah. Where the plane, you've seen it on the internet, mm -hmm. where the plane flies right over the ocean, right. right over the beach, and lands like 20 feet later. Right, which I was so sad we couldn't go when we were there. Right. It's we, okay, we'll just have to go again. We would have had to charter a boat and the mm -hmm. whole thing. Is yeah. it St. John, St. Martin? It's St. Martin. It's, it's one mm -hmm. of the smaller ones. Right. But. It was not St. John. Yeah. Also want to mention the Christmas River in Manan has their own Facebook page now. They don't, I don't think they have their oh. own Insta, but yeah, if you want to go. So you don't have to add the Haunted River to enjoy the right. Christmas River. If you like Christmas, but not Halloween, yeah. first of all, we can't be friends because <laughs> yeah. we have Halloween on Christmas. Oh, yeah. I wish this <laughs> night would never end. Um, but, but yeah, you can go see their own Facebook page. Okay, who sings that again? Help me out. Blink-182. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good song. Man, especially when I was in like my little emo phase. Uh, oh, oh, it was my favorite song. Yeah. It was all about it. Did you wear dark um, eyeshadow? I didn't really do the dark eyeshadow. I just wore a lot of black. It was before I was doing my makeup. So, yeah. There are three women I can think of right off the bat. Okay. And this is one of those things that by sheer virtue of me bringing it up, it's going to sound like I'm criticizing them. I'm not. No. But who never got out of their emo phase? Oh yeah, sure. They still have the white foundation and mm -hmm. the darker and honestly, eye stuff. On a going lot of on. people, it looks really good. I think they're all about thirty, mm -hmm. maybe thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. But that was a thing. It's interesting. You know how sometimes you see old ladies, yeah, and they still have like beehive hairdos from the sixties or, right, or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. They you, found their style. They found their style and they never let it go. Yeah, they stuck to it. Yeah, and I think they're fabulous. Yeah. These yeah. days. Well, and also, who doesn't want a big titty goth girl girlfriend, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So. I, w I was not going to include that part, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. A, no, that's a fair point. Even I want a big titty goth girlfriend. <laughs> we can cut that. If it's an expression. <laughs> no, we, if it's an expression, we'll say it. Yeah. We'll reference it, even yeah. if not everybody's heard it. Well, and also everyone looks good in black. Yeah. You know, I honestly, I get it. I do. <laughs> yeah. And one more follow up before we get to the ham in this honey baked ham sandwich of ours. <laughs> Did you know that's what a croque monsieur is? Remember when we had that I do. for Sunday brunch oh, now? Oh, and they were so good. At Cast Iron on 17. Mm -hmm. A croque monsieur is basically a crunchy gentleman. Literally in French. <laughs> the crunchy gentleman. <laughs> it's, but it's a ham and cheese sandwich. That's what it is. It's so funny. Well, yeah. And I think if you add a, an egg, it makes a croque madame. Yes, if you yeah. add a poached egg to yeah. dip it in. Yeah, I mm -hmm. love that. Man, that sounds really good right now. We should go to brunch. <laughs> we should. Yeah. Let's put yeah. that on our list. Yeah, we can take our guests. Yeah, right. Be fun. So I reflected, I dredged up a little childhood trauma about getting bullied last week, and we had uh, Dane comment on YouTube and tell his story mm -hmm. too. 
Thank you for that, brother. And I'm sorry that happened to you. No. And um, I think when I was talking to Abby, she mentioned Owen taking some flack from some kids at school. Also, kids are so mean. And he's such a good guy. Yeah. He doesn't deserve that. But I thought of Those the- Those ex- kids are jerks. <laughs> I thought of the expression, hurt people, hurt people. And I want to tell you a story, since I told a story about being bullied and the fall, how I handled that poorly, <laughs> um, and the fallout from that right. in my own personal life, I thought I'd share one more bully story that has an interesting ending. Mm-hmm. So in school, I had three bullies, memorably, maybe a few others, who were all, all had the same name. I'm not going to yes. say their names. <laughs> you know their names. I do. <laughs> and you know what became of one of them. I do. One of them just ended up being an average dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been driving for UPS since the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just, he's a dude bro. Okay. You know, every post he's holding a beer at a, some sort of sporting event. Uh, and, and I'm friends with yeah. all of them on Facebook, by the way. Which is sort of funny. There was that great friend rush of 2010. Right. Where everyone became everyone's friend on yeah. Facebook if you vaguely knew No matter them. what. Yeah. And in, in fact, here's a sidebar to my story, which is uh, my buddy Brad, mm-hmm. B twice, talked about his 10th year high school reunion and how even when, when you go to one of those things and see somebody you haven't seen in 10 years, even if you had bad, have bad memories of them, you kind of go, oh, hey. Right. You know, we went through a thing together. Yeah. We were both kids, both stupid. Right, right. And hey, it's good to see you. Mm-hmm. It, it just kind of, time does heal all wounds. Yeah. So here's my story. So out of the three bullies, all with the same name, one of them is just a dude bro, and I probably took something too personally. One of them is a horrible, horrible felon who has done horrible, horrible things. Yeah. It was 20 years ago, but- Whoa. Yeah. Let's just say he's on a few national registries. Yeah. Okay. The third one actually started supporting me on social media when I got my real estate career going. And I thought, oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Messaged him. Uh, he said, hey, I'll buy a house from you. Great. That's awesome. And then he said, hey, sorry if I was a dick to you in high school. Oh, that's nice. And I was like, forget about it, bro. Yeah. You know, thanks to Facebook, one of my bullies also apologized to me. Okay. Yeah. And she was one that I actually like... Kind of had a thing about riding bikes because she made a comment when I was a kid. And it was, was it was comment? so dumb. Let ba- it all out. Basically, she said that I rode a bike gay. Like, she's like, you ride bikes gay or something like that. It was so stupid. We were in elementary school and she sounded uh, like it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Did you ride it side saddle? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was think, just standing and how riding it. you ride it. a bike gay? <laughs> well, I think you have to, if, for me, I'd have to be scissoring it, but I don't know how that would work <laughs> on a bike. I think it had to be under it. <laughs> okay. We might have to cut that part. But anyway, yeah, I just. No. <laughs> Uh, that's all I remember is like, she was like, you look so gay riding your bike or something like that. Cause that was back when gay was an insult. That's yeah. That's yeah. What, that's back when gay meant lame. Right. And right. I know some people still use it. I've actually, out of yeah. sensitivity to my gay friends, I don't anymore. I say right. the word lame. Exactly. Yeah. Which I mean, now you need a handicapped friend who is lame and now you'll stop saying then, that. Then you'll be, <laughs> yeah. Ableist or something. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, you'll be exercising your ableist privilege or something, and... something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, there's just no way to insult people anymore, and some people deserve insults, right? <laughs> you know. I've heard "garbage human" 
a lot. Oh, that's a good one, actually. I got a couple of garbage humans in my past yeah. that I will call just yeah. garbage humans. Right. Terrible people. Yeah. Not former terrible people. Like we are. Like we, like we are. <laughs> yeah. And like my bully was, is. Because, okay. you know, yeah, she was kind of mean. I think she was probably going through stuff in elementary school. But yeah, it was really nice and heartwarming for her to send me that message and just be like, hey, I'm really sorry. I hope you're doing better. I feel terrible for doing that. And yeah, it makes me feel a lot better about it all. Again, to the point last episode, you love a good redemption arc. I do! And to <laughs> your point, you know the expression, hurt people hurt people? Right. And I don't think that's always true. Mm-hmm. I've seen hurt people just make darn sure they never hurt another person and make another person feel how they were made to feel. Right. But then I've also seen hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. So... A couple summers ago, I had a buddy going through AA, and so I joined him for a few meetings. Mm. Hey, pro tip, if you ever need a friend to go somewhere with you on a weekday, call a real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we don't have any showings, and I'm not busy you know, with the show here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly. We'll so a guy stood up, an old dude, mm-hmm. with a real sad look on his face, Oof. stood up, uh-huh. because you know, in AA you talk about- why you got sober. Right. And he stood up and just had the saddest story. He was drinking and he just mistreated his kids and he knew it. And you could almost see it on his face, Mm -hmm. see it in his countenance, even though he had been sober for like 25 years, Mm -hmm. he was standing up there telling his story, just wallowing in guilt. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think much of the story. I thought, well, I'm, I'm glad he got sober. Good for him. Right. Later, I saw bully number three post a family reunion picture. And standing right next to him mm-hmm. was that man from AA. Oof. And I realized. Hurt people hurt people. <laughs> he had just a shitty childhood Ugh. growing up with an alcoholic father. Mm-hmm. Never would have known that had I not gone with a friend to that meeting. Yeah. And look, if you're a kid who's getting bullied currently, that doesn't help. I know. Right. But maybe you could. I learned to fight back with my mouth mostly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe you could say, hey, buddy, everything okay at home? Or something. If you can do it non-sarcastically and actually care, I don't know. Yeah. But that that uh, I wanted to share that story. That sh- sort of shows the other side of bullying. Yeah. And, you know, I remember you and I had this conversation personally once about how sometimes you'd be in an argument with someone and you weren't sure if it was because they were feeling uh, okay. And specifically, it was about someone who had not very good uh, monthly cycles and that <laughs> it made them really cranky. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't, you didn't want to be like, oh, are you on your period? Because, you know, you don't want to invalidate their feelings so I was like, and you were like, I just don't know how you can ask that because sometimes you need to know, you know, and it's not you being mean. It's not you being, it's not you blowing them off. It's just you trying to figure out where this anger is coming from. Well, and there was <clears throat> one particular ex who would get angry with me and pick fights with me every 28 days without fail. Right. It would have been foolish to think it was anything other than. Right. Well, and frankly, the hormones are a thing. Like, it it can be an issue. And also, 
a lot of people don't recognize this, but men have the same men have cycles too, and will also have those weird little hormone spikes. Absolutely, where they get a little bit more angry and stuff. It's just the thing that happens. There there are times I think, and for me, I think the cycle is ninety days. Yep, I'm not like on a ninety day cycle where I get. Mm-hmm. Emotional, I'll, like you know, you've seen me oh. cry and boob oh, during like movies. Like when we watched Love Actually the other day. <laughs> it's the best Christmas movie of all time. It really is. Times ten, hands down. No notes, no cap. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that movie. Yeah, but basically, uh, the conclusion we came to. Uh, <laughs> you getting a little teary eyed uh, just thinking about it. Maybe a little. But the conclusion we came to from that conversation is. If you have a partner who is getting mad at you, potentially because their hormones are out of whack or something, just ask them, hey, are you physically feeling okay? I've, I have learned to say, is everything okay? Yeah. Um, the other thing I've learned to say in a real, when you know, when shit gets real, when, uh-huh. there's, when you can tell, oh, this is a real argument. Yes. This isn't just hangry. Right. You know, <laughs> the other thing I've learned to say is, have I done something to hurt you? Yeah, that's I had a good one. My older brother Bill taught me that one. Thanks, mm-hmm. buddy. Yeah, you know I was going off on something, <laughs> and he leaned in and said that, and I was like blown away. Uh huh. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. You know, just checking in with your loved ones like that, I think, is such a good way to facilitate a conversation rather than an argument. And let's talk about. Can we segue now to? Mental health for the holidays? Yeah, I think that's important. Now, I I know a little bit about the Jeremy Best story. I think you know more of it. Would you like to sort of sum it up in a paragraph? So, yeah. Basically, this guy was um, having some sort of mental episode and walking around a store nude. He was taken to the hospital. He was evaluated and released. That same night, he um, killed his wife, who was carrying their unborn child, and then took his, uh, I think, six six to ten-month-old son with him. So infant, not even toddler. Right, right. And um, he was later found sleeping naked in a sleeping bag with his son nearby deceased. And just sad. You know, it feels like there were, it feels like there were lots of signs that he needed some kind of intervention. And... Uh, that wasn't received. And it sounds like his wife at, at the time that she was killed was saying something like, we need to get you help or like, don't do this. And, you know. she Right. Wasn't she on the phone with 911 and they could hear her I, saying those words or something? I think it was a, a neighbor that heard it. What yeah. are we doing here? You know, and I, I know it's easy once you see a few to just lump them all together Daybell Vallow, mm-hmm. Koberger, right now best, but um, you know, check on your bros for the holidays. I know that from experience that alcohol exacerbates things. Yes, you know, you get uh, if things are great, things are really great. If mm-hmm. things are bad, things are really bad. Yeah, and if alcohol does that, what do some of the other prescription medications do? Yeah. Or, or the hard street drugs do? I mean, there's a reason that we have all those not even once signs around here. There, There is a meth ep- epidemic mm-hmm. in Idaho and an opioid epidemic nationwide. Everywhere. You know? Um, it's sad to see how many families are being destroyed by drugs right now. Maybe, you know, you know that one guy that's always a little unhinged, maybe even in a funny way. Check on him this holiday season. 
I know. In fact, I know after this show, I know one bro I'm going to call. I had a few bros keep track of me after my divorce a couple years ago. And, um, and I know one guy I need to block out an hour of time for right now. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I mean, reaching out, especially if there are folks that are feeling particularly lonely around this time of year, um, maybe they won't hurt someone else, but they might hurt themselves. Exactly. And that's, those are especially the people you got to check on. We've talked a lot about this season of giving in this episode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, speaking of giving, it doesn't have to be stuff. It yeah. doesn't have to be charity. It can be giving of your time and your emotional energy to your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I think you'll experience the paradox of giving. If you just want to have a happy, fun holiday season, and the last thing you want to do is talk to a depressed person... Go ahead and give them an hour right? and see how you feel afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm betting the answer is going to be a little fuller than you already feel. Speaking of mental health and family members or even Mm -hmm. friends, whoever you have over during the holidays, I saw a pretty good rule posted. Oh, really? The five-year rule. Oh. You know how when you're at a family dinner and somebody brings up shit you did when you were a kid? Oh, that's like embarrassing. That's embarrassing, Mm -hmm. humiliating, just plain wrong when you were a different, not fully developed human being yet? Oh, I've got a great story about that. Okay. Yeah. So for my brother's 13th birthday, my family had a lapse in judgment and decided to have a picture of him modeling my swimsuit when he was just a little kid. So he's in this like <laughs> little <laughs> one. Oh, no. He he could he was probably like five or six in the picture. Mm-hmm. He was just little. He didn't and know. He, yeah, well, and he was he was being funny. Mm-hmm. And everyone was oh, laughing yeah. and it was cute. But he put on my little one piece swimsuit that had little colorful fruits on it and doing like a little model pose with his hand behind his head. They went and put that picture on his 13th birthday cake. Oh. Where when no. his and his friends were at the party too, and so his friends saw it. And that's so mean. They unveiled that's on a whole other level than <laughs> what was I was talking cruel, about. But yeah, but they unveiled the cake. He saw it and immediately burst into tears and ran to the bathroom and just spent like an hour crying on his birthday. It was so sad. I mean, but who among us hasn't put on? What males mm. among us haven't at one time or another? Put on a dress and Done some a lipstick. a little cross-dressing, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. looked at ourselves in the mirror and said, would you do me? <laughs> I'd do me so hard. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I actually wore some of my mom's clothes in high school. Oh, really? That might be why I got bullied. <laughs> but she had a really good understanding of a basic wardrobe, like the oh, yeah. basics. Mm-hmm. Black shirts. <clears throat> there was a nice cardigan that she had that I wore once. You couldn't oh, tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't floral patterned or anything. No, yeah. You know, actually, one time my mom and my brother accidentally switched pants for the day without realizing it. My mom How do you had not- so because my mom wears men's clothes. Oh, okay, you know she like her basic outfit is a Pink Floyd T-shirt, men's jeans, jeans, and Converse. <laughs> you know, and so apparently one day she'd accidentally taken a pair of my brother's pants. Um, I don't know if he took a pair of hers, but basically all day she's like, why do these pants feel so weird? These don't feel like my usual pants. Well, finally, at the end of the day, she checks the label, realizes that she's actually taken her son's pants instead of her own. And they look normal. I I had no idea. <laughs> but I think that's kind of funny. Uh, the family that swaps pants together 
Stomps ants together? I don't know. I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what a bonding experience. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's a good rule to, like, there's a five-year <laughs> statute of limitations or moratorium or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, where, yeah, if it's, if especially if you know it's going to be an embarrassing, humiliating story. Right. And you've already brought it up every other Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. Although you'd think that the rule would be the be opposite. Cutoff. Because the, oh, yeah. then the sting's gone by then. Right. You know? If time heals all wounds, yeah. maybe it should be only stuff that happened more than 10 years ago. Right, right. I think either or would be just fine. Because now we can bring up the whole cake in- incident with my brother, <laughs> and he, he's not happy about it. Yeah. But at least he can like talk about it without it being like a tear-inducing incident, you know? Look, no, he's progressive. <laughs> he's our trans ally at age five. <laughs> don't think that's how it works we need to give a big mention to one ali noland uh-huh ali is spelled a-l-e-e i believe mm-hmm. well she's been up to something for the last 10 years that i just noticed this year oh really every year she drives around town mm-hmm. and makes a list of the coolest christmas lights posts them on social people contribute she goes and vets the lights themselves to make sure they're worth the trip uh-huh. and then creates an entire Google map. Oh my God. Of all the locations. Which also I've been saying for years that I wish someone would do that. Turns out I'm just not paying attention. Allie Noland does. Yeah. We have a link to the map on this post. So oh, that's so cool. If, so if you're listening to us on Apple podcasts or YouTube or even Facebook watch, Look at the post, click the link at the bottom, you'll get the Google Maps. Mm-hmm. And Allie Nolan, that's why you are IFAF this week. Chris Pie 5, 21 Finger Gun pew, Salute, pew. and Chef's Kiss to you. <laughs> so yeah. cool. Thank you so much. Oh, and we have to talk about the first annual Idaho Falls uh Farmer's Market, Winter Market. Yeah. Yeah. So we went. I actually took Rango, which was really nice because I can't take him to the regular Farmer's Market because there are too many dogs and he's a jerk about that. He he sees a dog and it's like a baby seeing a baby where they get really happy and excited and stuff. But he like... Only it's anger. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, I think it is excitement, but he'll just bark and make a scene and it's really embarrassing and it looks like I haven't trained my dog because I don't... And honestly, I haven't. I don't. I, I don't know how to train him that way. So, if you're a dog trainer and you want to help me out, I'll take it. Is it too late after a certain point to train a dog, or is it? Oh no, an there's old, always time. An old dog can always learn new tricks. And I actually did have a dog trainer when he was a puppy, and he did learn quite a bit. But that was just something that he struggled with. To be fair, he's a Chihuahua. They are just kind of yappy dogs. It is what it is. And also, I don't think I had enough um, socialization for him when he was younger. Okay. Anyway, we got to go. It was really nice. And it, they needed a bigger venue. It was packed. It was packed. It was McD from Milwaukee will be happy to hear us use this expression, <laughs> expression once again. It was nuts to butts. It was, yeah. There was a line out the door just to get in. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even get all the way through it because it was just so many people and it was I can't handle big crowds anymore. I just held up. So I had to go mm-hmm. because I was, that was right before my uh, performance of Twas I was right. doing. Mm-hmm. And I just held up my phone, took a little video. Here you can see how packed it is. There was a line of probably 20 people when we got there. Right. And I was like, oh, geez, are we going to be able to get in? But people were flowing out. Mm-hmm. It was other, moving. Flow, yeah, it was, it was moving well. It was moving. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it was just so packed that as much as I wanted to stick around and check stuff out, I was I had to peace out. I had to scoot. <laughs> <laughs> I was it was so busy that uh, I talked to the gal that sells the mango salsa, Jody. Right. And because um, I I've known her for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and uh, we actually saw each other at Westmark on First oh, Street. Funny. And I was doing something. She was doing something. And, and I said, uh, "Oh, how did it go?" And she says, "I'm here depositing all the money." I mean, so pretty money. good. <laughs> so pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they do it again. Mm-hmm. And if if they do it again, if it'll be at a bigger venue. Yeah. One of the coolest things that's ever happened to Idaho happened this past week. Uh-huh. Oh, I know what you're talking about. We got our very first in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out this TikTok while we're talking about it. It's at the it's in Meridian, 3520 mm-hmm. East Fairview Avenue. It opened this past week. Now you know In and Out really takes care of their mm-hmm. employees. Oh, do they? Yeah. Like they pay them very well. They pay them one hundred and forty one percent above Idaho minimum wage. They pay them seventeen dollars and fifty cents an hour. And the average manager at an In and Out makes a hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Wayfair Real Estate Group, for that TikTok. But, Dude, I don't make that with yeah. two college degrees. Do you know why? <laughs> uh, probably because it's a super stressful job and it sucks. Well, it's because it's not a franchise. It's not a corporation. Right. It's a family-owned company. Uh-huh. So that's why In-N-Out is so limited in their locations, is they've mm-hmm. been growing all these years as their family grows. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all, you know, I, I think the farthest east they go, correct me if I'm wrong, internet, is Phoenix. Oh, wow. That's not far at all. Yeah. So East Coasters, more buff, more muff in Rhode Island has no idea oh, what we're talking about. Which is such a shame. But they're... you can go to White Castle, dude. So. <laughs> right. That's true. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice trade-off. It's so funny because In-N-Out has such a limited menu and it, it seems so simple. And they really just focus on the quality of the food. And honestly, yeah. the quality is there. And it's cheap, too. Yeah. It's not expensive. You know, I think that you can get, like, their biggest In-N-Out burger for less than what you'd pay for, like, a Big Mac. It's funny. Somebody said, oh, so you don't have to leave Idaho anymore to go to uh, In-N-Out. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, see, Meridian is a four-hour drive west. Mm-hmm. And Logan, Utah... Where the other, where the closest in and out is, is 120 miles. It's it's a two hour and 20 minute drive south. Right. Yeah, I just I got that in and out urge now. Uh huh. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you know that smart ass kids uh-huh. just had a smart ass theme circulating yeah, through a few I guess episodes so. now? Probably because we are. <laughs> they used to get the in and out burger bumper stickers and cut out the B and the R, so it would just say in and out uh-huh. urge. <laughs> okay. The thing is, if you look on the inside of a In-N-Out cup, you'll uh-huh. see Bible verses. I believe oh. they also have them on their burger and fry wrappers. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. So they're a conservative Christian family, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't like that. So they, I think for a while, put burger over the In-N-Out. So uh-huh. so it, it wouldn't say In-N-Out or Hurch, yeah. no matter how you cut the sticker. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> And now her. <laughs> <laughs> what? Name your sex tape. Um, we. <laughs> oh my gosh! What if there was an in and out themed porno? I'm sure there is. That'd be so. Funny. There's gotta be. They're muck banging. Yeah. <laughs> They're having a fur burger with a side of thighs. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. 
we can't say any of that. Cut that. They're really enjoying their meat. <laughs> God knows where those fries are going. We're the worst people ever. <laughs> oh, funny. We went all the way down that road, didn't we? We did. All yeah. the way down. Yeah. We hit the dead end. I think we did. There's nothing more to say. But I love the In-N-Out secret menu. You know, the Neapolitan yes. shake. Yes. Uh-huh. You can or the animal-style fries. Always oh. animal-style. Always. Thank you. Yes. With the grilled onions. Oh, so good. And what do they call their secret sauce? It's not fry sauce. It's... um. Spread. Spread. Yeah. Thank you. Wait, that doesn't make this any. <laughs> like, <laughs> they spread some spread on that spread? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're children. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but animal style burger lovers. <laughs> so let's spread them like we spread them on the. Okay. <clears throat> That's so funny. Sometimes, Man, we really thought we hit the end of that road, and we had even more. <laughs> we shock ourselves. Make no excuse for it. We're terrible. You're going to have to cut out so much of that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I said, nothing kills a bad product faster than marketing it. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We're going to lose a lot of people this couple, episode, I think. A couple times on social media, I've seen our likes go up. Uh-huh. And then I see them go down. I know. Those are always really sad. And I just... me out. <laughs> I just picture a person looking at our... Oh, yeah, I'll like them. And then actually going and listening to an episode and going, oh, no. <laughs> I can't have any, any of my friends know that I'd listen to this filth. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> um, we want to leave you with the Luminescence Quartet. Oh. Not to be confused with the Lumineers or Evanescence. Yes. They were fantastic at the... They the were so good. Snake River Radio Players performance of Twas. Well, we finally got the video back. and Oh, and by the way, the number's back too. So we raised $1,700 in three days for the Trinity United Methodist Community Care Program. That's so awesome. Isn't that great? Yeah. If you want to donate, you still can. That's the second link you'll find mm -hmm. uh, under this episode. So we'd, we'd love it if you still could. And it was a free show. You know, donations uh -huh. weren't required. We made it very clear. But I think we also kind of tugged on some heartstrings. Yeah. Well, and also they do have a really great community program. They so do. So I, I think it's well worth the money. Even if you are a member of their church, I, it's helping everyone. So put Compassionate Care Fund in the memo field when you donate, and they'll know that that's where it's going. Nice. All right. Happy Honda Days. Merry Christmas, Hanna Kwanzaa. <laughs> Merry Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And our next episode does come out on Christmas Day. So make sure to join us for that. We'll see you on Christmas. Amen.